Rhythm, a crazy podcast about DC, with your host E-Rock and PD. When we speak up, get your geeks up, cause you know you got to get geeked up. So sit back, relax, and get comfy. Lose your mind like Solomon Grundy, and listen to a show that won't be forgotten. Coming straight out of Gotham. Gotham City, welcome to another episode of Straight Outta Gotham, episode 100. We uh, we finally hit the big triple digits, Eric. We finally did it. Okay, okay. That's it. He's not going to talk. Okay, fine. There we go. Screw it. Screw it. You didn't introduce me, but yeah, we did. Oh, screw it. It's 100. We can do what we want. <laughs> <laughs> this is your way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We this are a is... fandom. All right, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> We're a fandom pop culture podcast and a proud member of the Batman Podcast Network, hosted by Batman on Film. Make sure to check out all the other great shows on the network. We're heading on over to BOF and clicking the podcast drop down. Um, I'm your co-host from the other side of the Hudson River. I'm a senior contributor to BOF. I am Peter R. Varence. Hey, we're recording on December fourth, twenty twenty-two. Man, I can't believe it's December. I have no, I have no concept of time anymore. As always, I have a great show for you today. Before I get into the good stuff, I'd like to remind you, all of my faithful listeners, if you take the time to rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts, and we read your review on air, you just won a uh, Straight of Gotham prize pack. So make sure to enter in that. I mean, we might actually have a winner. I haven't checked. I know Eric hasn't checked. Some might have won a pr- prize pack, and we don't even know. So it's very possible. Uh, now, he's he's already spoken, but you already know this man. He's my co-host. He is the 1979-1982 Hewlett Harbor Candy Cane Chomping Champion. Ladies and gentlemen, a junior Batman on film contributor, the champion of Long Island, Eric Holzman. Thank you, Pete. And I wish I love some candy canes. So this is the time of I year. Know. How many, you know? like, what is, like, what is your highest total, like, was of candy cane eating? You, got, you kind of have to pace yourself with candy canes because... The mintiness and the sweetness and it's that what it is. It's too sweet sometimes. Too much yeah, sugar. Yeah, it's too much to take at one point. I mean, at that she said. in that time, it was the toddler version because I was only <laughs> I was only three years old. So wow, so you were teething? You know, no, I was past teething. I was three years old. <laughs> I was not teething. I was way past the teething point, but I was still very young. All uh, right, okay. So yeah, so but. Yeah, it's that time of year. It's bring back. Now, do some... you like do you like the normal candy canes, or do you sometimes get the variant candy canes? Like, what is your kind of what kind of your thing here? Well, the time you brought up, there really wasn't many variants of candy cane. There oh, because was... you're an old man. Yes, there was like the <laughs> they had they had the peppermint ones, and then they had the the ones with the rainbow, but they tasted like cherry. Okay, okay, so I, like those those. Yeah, I like so those. Yeah, those those are, those are good as well. But those are really the only two versions they had, and then. You know, they started getting fancy with the the other like wintergreen and spearmint and now they even have like dill pickle and sour patch Wait, kid. And, they, they yeah. Do? Yeah, yeah, they have dill pickle. Yep. Wow, I didn't know so, dill pickle. Oh, and also apparently they also have Caesar salad pickles. What the hell? For candy canes? Yes. Caesar sorry, Caesar salad. That's like some Lauer canes, stuff. Yes. That's how Lauer eats salad. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I used to sell, I used to sell candy canes. That's actually <laughs> probably. Candy cane book up. You're probably not wrong, though. He probably does get his <laughs> his vegetables in by eating candy of some sort. He's like, how's um, your broccoli and sugar, Ryan? He's like, it's delicious. 
<laughs> I'm eating it out of my Batman Forever glass mug from McDonald's. Wow. That's a pull. I don't, I used to have all of those. I have no idea where they are. They're somewhere. I, I know I somebody I else who has all of them. What? You do. I do. Yes. Yes. We have, we have someone on here who not only has those, he has lots of different things. Uh, you, everyone out there knows him. He was our first guest on our first show. The first guest. So we thought it was only right to bring him back for our hundredth episode. And I'm talking about everyone's favorite BOF contributor, Mr. Ryan Haas. Ryan. Hello. Hello there. Hello. I don't know hello. if I'm everybody's hello. favorite favorite contributor, are. but uh, I'm you probably are. some somebody's. Well, I mean, it's either you or Rick Shue. <laughs> well, let's be honest. Uh, uh, Rick's not a longer contributor. What are you talking about? Pete? Well, former contributor, you know, it's all one. It's, it's all one big umbrella. Hey, we've had a former contributor. Who's come holding back. the umbrella now? Oh, that's true. We have. So you never know what the future holds. That's all I'm going to put out. Yes, there. Fortune Cookie Eric is. <laughs> so ryan man this is crazy yes. uh i can't believe it 100 I, I feel it's an honor to be here on episode 100 it's been crazy to see you guys keep up with this so consistently that it's uh its own it's, it's you've gone through so much it really has uh it's have really been, been consistent <laughs> for the most part i mean we have so we have some got 100 episodes yeah yeah and we've had some gaps we definitely have had some gaps in time where Pete's been busy or I've been busy where we haven't been able to record, but you know, it, it's weird. Like I've said before in the past, people will say, when's the next show coming? And I'm just like, really? Like people are waiting for the show to come out. <laughs> it's, that's the shock to me when people say that. So that's cool to hear. So as long as people want to keep hearing our brand of whatever, I don't even know what to call it. <laughs> we, uh, you know, we'll our keep doing behavior. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Our Uxesian behavior. Uh, we will continue to do it. And uh, yeah, man, you were, I don't even remember. Do you remember what we talked about on the first show, Pete? I don't even know. A lot of it was just, it was just uh, I mean, I had Haas, to do you like, remember what we like talked that. about? I should have re-listened to it. So I'm should sure. I. We should have. I'm sure it was just whatever news I think we talked about Ryan's like, collection of black and white statues. There were some, yeah, there were some questions like that in there. Yeah. There's yeah. some self-interview type stuff. Yeah. And yeah, I do you remember know, that. That's probably when they were still making black and white statues. And now they don't do that anymore. <laughs> They're supposed to bring him back, but I well, we'll see what McFarland does. It, yeah, uh, yeah. I've got a lot of McFarland stuff actually, kind of around. He's kind of really just kind of he's done a lot of crazy things. He's you know? making an egghead figure, so yeah. I mean, geez, pre-order I'm, now. I'm not, <laughs> he's making so many figures. It's like, ah, uh, yeah, I don't want that one, but okay. Like, I'm happy Lauer <laughs> got it. Everyone seems to. My friend Jason, who uh, who collects as well, he posted a ton of of the new the new figures that he got uh, recently of the McFarlane, the McFarlane line. Mm. Uh, so it's, those are the ones I always notice. Cause you guys always talk about them and then people are like, Oh, I got this one. I'm like, Oh, he, it's just like yeah. one figure a day or more. Like it's, yeah. I don't know. The output is just insane. Yeah. So I think they're pretty good, man. Like I like these. I have the, I have that a Batman year two figure looking at it right now. And that, that B Taz one with the electric background, like, I don't know. They're pretty dope. You ask me. I like McFarland stuff. I try to be. I try to be choosy, but there's so many that you know. There's a lot like, to choose from. There's a lot to choose from. They finally made me an Asbats, so I'm pretty happy with that. There's all kinds of Asbats figures. Yeah. yeah. So Pete, can yeah. you think of a moment 
or a episode that stands out to you of ours that you remember more than any of the other ones? Out of the hundred? Yeah, out of the hundred. Uh uh, it was it was it have to be that one time where like we recorded on back to back days because we did a podcast episode, and then Zack Snyder's Justice League got announced. So then we're like, <laughs> oh, well, we should do an emergency podcast. <laughs> so we did back to back podcasts and back to back days, which is kind of fun. Yeah, I mean that's probably the one I remember as well, because uh, I remember finishing it and saying, oh, I'm going to post it, and then I'm like, oh. We got this news. So I'm like, Pete, we have to do another one now. We literally just had recorded Ryan Lauer's on the show with us. And then it came, that news broke. Uh, that's probably the one that stands out to me the most. And that was just, like early 2020, right? Like during the pandemic. Right? Yeah, it was, it was end of May, I think it was. Yeah. It was right around that time where that news broke. Uh, I remember we were, I was actually watching the um, his little town hall he had. And you see Henry Cavill come in and then he announced it. So I was like, oh, here we go. So, man, and that took off. That that started a bunch of takes. A global and... phenomenon. <laughs> yeah, right. The global phenomenon. Um, there was also like, like when we had, when we had Casey Walsh on. Like, that was he, great. He would say things. Like he'd, drop, he'd drop little nuggets. And then he'd get picked, picked up at like all the fanboy sites. And then seeing that come from our show was kind of cool. Yeah, that was. It's good when we had he, him he on. Did, uh, Do- he did Dr. Octopus and She-Hulk. You know, we he dropped that She-Hulk was going to talk to, you know, quote unquote, air quotes, Kevin Feige. Yeah. Remember, like he said that on our show. So that was also cool. So the scoopers are listening. They listen on shows where they think there might be scoops. Yeah. So they can extract the We're the scoopers. News. We're scoopers yeah. now. I think our affiliation gets us some some eyes that people just want to, you know, jump on us with whatever we say anyway. So (laughs) I think that happens sometimes too. Sure, sure. Uh, Certain people out there who some people specifically listen to what I want to have to say. Some people listen to specifically what Pete Pete has to say. So you know, we we have certain fans. I'll put in air quotes. Who pay more attention to us than they probably should, but it's all fun for me. It's all love. I, if you listen to me, if you're taking the time to listen to me talk, thank you. I, that's all I can say. Um, yeah, I mean, we've had Brian Edward Hill on the show. That was an awesome show. Those were great. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, it was fun to have him on. Uh, so that was great. And to see uh, now when I watch Titans, I always think of the stuff he would tell us. Uh, he told us on those <laughs> episode uh, about the writing in the show, being in the writing room with Jeff Johns and all these other mm-hmm. things uh, revolving around that. So that was fun. But it's been a, it has been crazy. And to just the evolution of the show, how in the beginning we basically just did news and then it kind of just became Pete and I talking about stuff. <laughs> Which is pretty much what it is now. We just kind of talk about whatever comes up. Uh, we well, threw we the sports stuff the into it. We're talking about the news. Yeah, but we threw, we've thrown sports into the show now. And, you know, we do other oh. things like that. Oh, that, so. yeah. We just, there's a little Sally Testerberger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that's that stuff. Just the evolution of the show has been great. But, yeah, 100. So thanks, guys, out there for listening to us. I'll say that. And. <laughs> If we have a hundred more in us, then you'll you'll hear those as well. Do you th- I don't. Know. I think we should be around for a hundred more. You don't think so? Well, 
I mean, Lord willing, we'll be on Earth for. <laughs> you know, this episode has been through how many DC film regimes? You know, that's true. Yeah, Stick we went around from... longer than a DC films regi- regime. Zujahara <laughs> to Hamada to now. <laughs> God, yeah. change format. Saffron. So, yeah. yeah. So, all right. Check so, what are you doing? Is that avocado toast? What is that? Oh, no, God. it's a beard brush. <laughs> it's a beard brush. I don't know why I said that. Anyway. Avocado toast? Why would you be throwing avocado toast in the air? I don't know. You do a lot of weird things I can't explain. So. Hasbula! <laughs> See? Right on cue. Hasbula. So, the ninth wonder of the world. Well, let's get into it. Let's get into the news. We'll start out with uh let's talk about this because this was kind of a controversial controversial thing and uh it's it it had a lot it opened a lot of um communication once again because another director had said something similar i'm talking about quentin tarantino oh boy who recently said that uh marvel movies the marvel the marvelization of hollywood has kind of killed the movie star uh, and with, this was something similar to what Martin Scorsese said as well about how Marvel movies aren't cinema. And, you know, it's kind of along the same the same line of that. And I personally don't know if I agree with it. Uh, but Haas, what do you think of this comment? And do you think he's right? I mean, these comments are always interesting. It just feels like these days people are eager to have like, hey, if, is is a big name director talking about Marvel? I bet they're going to say something controversial. So let's turn it into a news story. <laughs> I mean, like, I think the whole concept of like the movie star has been under question for a while. Like, you know, it's because there's such a great discrepancy between like giant budget movies and movie star driven movies. And usually those, you have to have both or just the big budget. Um, so like movie star driven things aren't as you know ubiquitous as they used to be because now there are more franchises that take the spotlight like back in the day you could have Stallone it was Stallone being in a Stallone movie or whatever right those were the big budget movies and you don't have those as much um so you know like so like with the summer it seemed like it was a big deal um like oh yeah Tom Cruise is like the last giant movie star there is like with Top Gun and everything. Top Gun's a franchise, but Tom Cruise is Top Gun, that kind of thing. Right. Um, so I think it's more more of that. Um, but I don't I don't know. I don't necessarily agree with Tarantino. I, I know we, there was a story about like um, you know, of course then when somebody talks about it, everybody has to get their opinion on it and what look at the what the actors say. So we heard I think there was another story that had um Sam Jackson talk about it and he's like, No, these are movie stars, you know, and this person I think it was Chadwick Boseman, he was like, he wasn't a movie star before Black Panther and he was after, so you know, there's a movie star. I I think yeah, I mean there's room for both. Um obviously I think Tarantino's little I mean, he's got opinions, but Scorsese's got opinions. I I don't know. It's Cameron. It's what yeah, it's 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 what the definition of a movie star is, is, is definitely, um, uh, it's, it's up to interpretation and, you know, and like Tarantino has a lot of movie stars in his movies, but are they watching the movies for the movie stars or are they watching it because it's a Tarantino movie, you know? Right. 
I well, I think I, I think I just think it's funny because they chose a movie star to start the universe of Robert Downey Jr. and he right. did right, and then I personally think that like no, a lot of people wouldn't know Chris Evans if it weren't for Captain America. So the maybe the Marvel movies have made them movie stars, in my opinion. Uh, Chris Hemsworth has gotten to lead films off of being Thor, which he never would have had before. Like he was in Black, he was the lead in Black Cat. Um, was it Black Cat? What's the one? Black something. The computer movie. I can't remember the name of it now, but the Michael Mann computer movie, whatever one that was. He was the lead because of playing Thor. So I think it's done kind of the opposite. I think, but it also doesn't work both ways, right? Like Robert Downey Jr. has been in like headlining movies after Iron Man that sure. haven't been huge hits too. Like, I mean, it's kind of a weird, it's, it's not, a, it's not a, as easily easy of a blanket statement to make right. as some of these sound bites would have you believe. Right. So Pete, what what was your take on this? I, I honestly think this goes both ways. I think some people are stars because of the character and then there's just other people who are stars because they're stars. So like I, I see everyone's perspective. I just I don't see why this is always such a big deal. <laughs> like it's always like every time like one of these directors is like oh, like Hoss said it's like oh my god it's controversial topic and it's like man like who cares like you know like I don't know didn't Tarantino want to direct a Star Wars movie isn't that basically the same thing as doing a Marvel movie at this point? So I'm just like I don't know, dude. So whatever it, it goes both ways. Whatever I mean, like actors got to act and everyone just acts in superhero movies now since all they're making so. You could yeah. still do like uh, what's it called the small little drama thing, but don't expect anyone to go see it. Apparently, like people just want to go see action spectacle movies. Are there any movies you, either of you guys would go see just based on someone being in it, an actor being in it? Because to me, that's what you go. Oh to yeah, see that movie star, absolutely. Right? right. There's a lot of factors. Like I'll go see a movie for a director. I'll go see a movie because of an yeah. actor. You know, right. I'll go see a movie because an actor's in a movie I want to see, and I want to see his movie. Like when <laughs> this is like really weird. Like. Aaron Eckhart, when he got cast as the, the uh, Harvey Dent, he was in this like I don't know movie where it was like I think it was like a rom com and he was a chef. Yes, and uh, mm-hmm. like who was it? Catherine Zeta Jones was in it, and um, yeah, so like that was that movie was in theaters when the guy got cast. So I went to go see it. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, oh, this is the guy playing Harvey. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, I can see this guy playing Harvey Dent. Like he could do this, and meanwhile, I want to go see this stupid rom com. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, sometimes it works. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, usually, they, I, usually I'm more towards like a I, I watch a movie for a director first, and then in. Yeah, <laughs> of all of us, like, he's probably the least one. I was a Snyder fan. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I'm like I'm like that too. There's certain directors I'll def- I just go see like Spielberg, obviously. And, yeah, you know, um, Scorsese is another one I'll go see his movies just because. He he directed them. Nolan still, I'll still go see. Oh, movies. Nolan! Nolan, yeah, even, Eric, you got Nolan, Nolan reference movie. in even, there. Usually, you're you're bashing Nolan. Even though ten, I didn't like Tenet that much. Usually, just, you're bashing my man Nolan. My dad still won't let me live down the fact that we watched Tenet in a a drive through because that was the only place we could see it at the time. And That's funny. Imagine watching Tenet at a drive through in the back. And the sound is coming through like scratchy speakers, and there's no subtitles. Tenet, you guys, like, you don't know what the hell's going on no in that way. movie. And my, and my dad is like, "That was a weird movie. That was the weirdest <laughs> movie I've ever seen. I don't even know what the hell was that was, you know." <laughs> and I still have it rewatched. Like, like, no yeah, I'm like, yeah. I'm sure it's probably good if I had subtitles and time to decode it with the companion book. Yeah, no. I've, <laughs> I've meant to watch it again. I just never have. 
but yeah. I meant to watch it again. No I've got the sealed Blu-ray next to Suicide Squad. Dark Knight Rises. Love it. It's amazing. Okay, I'm that the lone wolf on this one, so we're not going to talk about that movie. Rises, <laughs> baby. Rises, baby. <laughs> Rises, baby. Haas is defended Rises way too much. Oh my god. Rises, baby. I saw what? it in the theater like Brilliant. a month or two ago, Brilliant. and it's, oh, it holds up. Holds it up. holds up for me. Holds up. Sorry, Kowalski. <laughs> Sorry, Kowalski. Go play with your action figures. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So. Yeah, this this is gonna come up, I think, until people just stop caring about <laughs> about it. Because uh, every time any director, any established director makes a comment on Marvel, it's oh just gosh. like the floodgates are open. And yeah, I mean, oh, they yeah, do, like what? I'm like, who cares? They do what they do, right? They do what they do. They do it well. People enjoy it. Just let it be. Don't worry about it. You do you do your your artsy films and let them do their big budget blockbuster movies and entertain people because that's why most people go to the movies anyway all i'm saying is if james cameron is talking jive he better watch out because if these avatar movies suck then he wasted like seven years of james cameron you know what i'm saying like now all the stories about that that came out about him like you know crapping on the wonder woman stuff was like just crazy to me remember those i was like what He's like, He's... why Wonder Woman wouldn't have done this or that? I was like, what are you talking about? Stop like when, it. Was he ever attached? I don't even remember. I don't know. I don't remember. I don't think he was. I don't. Yeah, I don't think so. Definitely Spider-Man, obviously. But Yes. Right. So another another big story that came in, obviously, that has been out, but the story came out. We're kind of getting the back dealings or learning a little bit more about how it actually came to be. And we know this guy, we know The Rock is never quiet. If The Rock wants to say something, he says it. He doesn't care, doesn't give a crap about anyone's uh, opinion or differing opinion. So it was a couple, it was probably a couple weeks ago, he released a video. Was it on Vero or well, somewhere else? He released, a, it might have just been on Instagram where he's driving. He was driving to the set too. He was driving to wherever, Paramount. Warner Brothers Universe. I don't know where he was driving to. And he started talking about uh, how Superman came to be, how Superman came to be in Black Adam, how he fought for it, uh, and how it had to be Henry Cavill because in his eyes, Henry Cavill is the best Superman ever, which I was like, yeah, okay, that's a little bit much. But I'll let you say it. That's what you have to say. The guy is part of your wife's stable of clients or your ex-wife's stable of clients, a business partner's stable of clients. So you have to kind of support him. And how that whole casting of him came to be in Black Adam. And this one caught a little was caught a little by surprise because at the same time, James Gunn was like, no one knows what's going on in DC except me and Peter. So yes. there's nothing going on in the future, right? With yes. I know what's going on. <laughs> so I can't tell you, you, so I'll speak vaguely. I'll speak vaguely. When you watched that video and you heard his comments, what did you think? Uh, I think The Rock seems a little upset that no one went to go see his movie. To be honest with you, <laughs> so that's why he brought up Cavill. I think. Well, I think that's it. Like he's just he's trying to get peace. That's uh, Black Adam bombed. He's trying to get people hyped up for Black Adam two and what it could possibly be because he wants to fight Superman. He's already moving on to the next thing. Like it, it sucks. As someone who liked the movie, who really liked the movie, who bought enough action figures to prove that he likes the movie, <laughs> like you know. Um, and who already owns the movie. I, I own it on digital already. Um, uh, yeah, I just, it, 
I don't know why he's doing this. Maybe like he's just he's trying to keep Black Adam alive because uh, he's afraid the new regime is going to kill it because you know it was kind of a dud and they have their own plans. Um, and that's kind of a bummer because, like I said, I really enjoyed the film. Uh, and that's that's kind of what that's kind of where my head's at though. You know, like he's just he's hyping. He, he dude, the guy's a hype machine because after Black Adam, he was hyping the XFL after you know, and he's just he goes from one thing to the next. And maybe today he just woke up and he wanted to put a little positivity on Black Adam, right? Because right? uh, apparently he. Well, when they released it on digital, he's like, make sure yeah. to get it on digital for you know Thanksgiving and. Yeah, yeah, it was so. the number one download on iTunes or whatever. So that's really yeah. what he was talking did about. Did you guys? Did you, have you guys purchased it? Like, is anyone no. outside of me? No, I wait for I physical. Purchased. I'm just curious. Yeah, would, I mean, you, I, would you like cost you get a steel book or something? Probably once it's out. Yeah, yeah, that's what I usually do. I don't know. I liked it. I watched it. I want to see Cavill again, and it's like it's just you guys. My recent schedule sucks. So like yeah. to have it on digital is just really convenient for me. No, I did wait until after opening weekend to see it. We yeah, you it. stuck to your guns on he, that. I'll he, say that. Yeah, Haas went on a little zaddy protest there. <laughs> Zazov protest. Zaddy, zaddy, zaddy. So Haas, yeah. he joined the end of the militia for a little bit. Uh, <laughs> I did yeah, Pete, almost... Pete, Pete was like, I'm not talking to you until you... See yeah, I was like, give me a break with this protest bullshit, Haas. Come on. Come I on. Did I was al- like, zaddy. I did almost buy the, his sneakers connected Who's to Black sneakers? Adam. The, he, he, has his, he has his own sneaker line. Boy. And, there was the Black Adam version of them, and I was shopping on Black Friday, and I almost bought those. What uh, size foot are you? Eleven and a half. Okay. Yeah, so I almost bought bought them, but I did not. But who yeah, makes I think, them? Huh? There, he has his own shoe line. I forget who. Like Starberries. Yeah, yeah, they're they're like you know. Okay. That's interesting. They're like LeBrons or KDs. They're just they're doing no, Johnson I, shoes. Yes. I had no idea. No clue. Yeah. Yeah, and they they were black. And they, they, there you go. He's a businessman. He's got his hands in everything. He does. Like this is what he's doing. He's he's hyping himself up. He's hyping up his next thing. I do wonder what the cost of the movie would have been had they not had to go back and do the second round of updates after with the CGI and stuff. Because remember, it was supposed to come out. And then he was. They were like, no, they pushed it back again to what to October. And then it was because they had to do more fix more of the CGI. So I wonder how much that cost. Well, pushed, how much up. was it? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. Again, I don't. I just wonder what if that inflated it enough where it caused the whatever they have now. I mean, obviously, it didn't do well critically, and fans didn't go see it, which was a little surprising to me. I really thought they would. I'm shocked, man. I, to be honest, this is the first time I'm like really shocked. And then having Wakanda Forever come out so quickly after it, yeah, too, like you definitely weeks, pulled. Yeah, later, yeah, definitely pulled. Some it was of dead by then, though. Like there. Wakanda Forever had no impact on this movie. I'm sorry. No, I think it did because some people choose which superhero movie they're going to go see, regardless of who's in it. And I think that I, played a part. I still think there's enough time in between. Because well, it was it was still the top? Well, that's the other thing. It was still the top movie the for week, for a few few weeks. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, people just aren't going anymore either. Like, they're still not fully back from COVID going to the movies the way they did before. Hmm. So that's part of it as well. But it, it was an interesting little... Uh, it's funny because I actually saw Black Adam in theater. And I haven't seen Black Panther in theater yet. Man. That's how crazy I've been. I still haven't seen Black Panther. But I was able to go to the theater for Black yeah. Adam. It's, that movie is... It's like two different movies, but it's very good. Very good. Did you see it, Haas? I did see it. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's kind of yeah. like two different. And it was films. on a. It was on. Yeah. It was on a really good day. It was like on what Veterans Day and or mm, yeah. Like and so everybody was at work and. Yep. Got to go see it. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. was packed theater. Yeah. So. Well, yeah, and like the, the second I got out was when the, the Kevin Conroy passing away news broke. Oh, oh yeah. that, I'll never forget that. That's yeah. a rough one. Yeah, this has been man for creatives and and for some of the yeah. actors in this space. This has been a rough year. So, but there is something else that maybe we can be happy about within Warner Brothers. Apparently, they're close to striking a deal with Amazon for their DC branded content. So, Pete, maybe you'll get a rebirth of. Batwoman on Amazon in the future <laughs> coming soon. But it's, I don't she's know. not animated. So it doesn't matter. Why would, who why would they, who, who, so who cares? You start with animation and then you move off to the to other stuff that I want to do. Sure. But no, it, really it's not a stretch there, Chief. It's cool though. <laughs> it's a cool uh it's a cool little thing. Uh, I think I'm more excited because this means Batman the Cape Crusader finally find, right. That's the name of that show. Hoss is going to finally yeah, hopefully, home. yeah, yeah. So that's that's what I'm excited for. I think Batwoman's yeah. time is coming gone, even though it's better than season four of Titans. Um, <laughs> you know, I was just saying. <laughs> so oh. I think I think that the Cape Crusader will finally uh, go on and live because that's everyone knows like they're shopping that around. So maybe that's part of the deal. And you know. I think it just. I think DC is going to make their DC movies that we all come and know and love, and they'll probably just be Amazon exclusives first. Maybe, maybe I don't know. We'll see what happens, but they got to strike this deal. So, you know, it's cool. Like, and if they, Amazon has to make it, what they've done with Invincible has been really good. So I I trust them as well. So you know, I think it's in good hands. I agree. I. I'm just happy it found a home and people wouldn't stop worrying about it because that was another thing that people freaked out about. Was it, it, it was never canceled. HBO Max. It was never canceled. No, it was never canceled. But if you move something, people think it's canceled. So, Eric, you fascist. Little bit, yeah. That that probably oh, well, or rebooted. Some 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 of the things are like little light reboots. It's like Pennyworth got rebranded Batman's and then moved Butler. from Epics to yeah, from Epics to HBO Max. Pennyworth, the origin of Batman's Butler. Yeah, they changed the complete. They changed the name too. Just Pennyworth yeah. before now. <laughs> yeah. Now, now they threw that other light in, which yeah. I actually like the show. But that's I think it's a good show. I yeah. still have yet to watch it. I think I've I've watched like parts of it, maybe like like twenty, maybe like I'm not even twenty, maybe like ten minutes of it. You sure? I've watched like <laughs> I, I have watched like a clip of it. Like it was on, like as I was like, I've definitely watched a part of it. And I was like, oh, okay, and I've never gone back it's just but it's on what's it called it's on a streaming service now well we do is know a show Max? you is it yeah it's I, on HBO Max. Max. I have to watch it well there's a show on hbo max i know you're gonna watch and that would be the penguin yeah oh. right and apparently uh salvatore maroni will be in the penguin ah. so we I'm will have him this. yeah i think this is like and I think this is cool because this is going to be like a real, like kind of like gang war type turf war thing. I think I, it's going to fit. I think this is going to be more like Boardwalk Empire than it's going to be Sopranos. Mm, that would be cool. Yeah, yeah. that would be cool. So, so Haas, what is your what is your um, I guess excitement for the Penguin? I know Pete's. What's your? I feel like my excitement is this pr- kind of like the same level as it was before the Batman. It's it's just like uh, I'm not too excited because i know i'm going to watch it and probably enjoy it and then when it does come out i'm like all about it so i feel like it's the same thing every time i hear something about this show it 
it's always awesome though you know just to hear like when colin farrell's like oh yeah i got the scripts and here's what the first scene's like and that kind Mm -hmm. of stuff like he was so you know electric in that role and you know under i i smartly underused and so now like you want more of that character and so it'll be very exciting to see what they do and i hope it's focused enough to where you know it's like what six or eight solid episodes or something i think that's all it is is like eight episodes yeah yeah i mean i i i think that's a good number for this character so i think it's gonna be interesting and we as we know it picks up literally right where the movie is part of the movie ends so exactly that's i'm so excited i and uh uh, I I think, oh, man, like I want to see Batman though. Batman's gonna you be. You do? I, I, oh yeah. I, what do you think? What over under? When do you, when do we see Batman episodes? We, the ba- the final episode. Final, final episode. episode. And do we see? Is he gonna be in it, or are we gonna see him? He's like, gonna be in it. He's got Gotham style. Where it's just if oh. he's not in it, it just it, it. I don't know. I don't know how much sense it makes if he's not in it. You know, they probably could. Since it's tied to the film, they probably could get away with it. Who would you it's tied to the who, film? Yeah, well, yeah. It's tied to the film. Batman yeah. exists. Like they what could are, probably get away with it. Do you, who would you rather see? Would you rather see the Batman or would you rather see the Joker? Batman. Batman. Yeah, I think it's it. Yeah, it's kind of hard to do something like that without having. Batman I, I mean, he can be. I mean, there's they can do all this stuff, and I, I just don't want to be. I don't want to be asking like. Well, how come Batman didn't stop right. that? Well, how like, come where Batman is he? show up for that? Yeah, exactly. You know. <laughs> yeah, that's a fair question. And that often happens with these kinds of things. People were like, yeah. "Well," and usually know. I don't care like with the Marvel stuff, but like this <laughs> seems like very. I mean, it's very tied into this world, and we know how like you know pedal to the metal this version of Batman is. I remember so. when the first Avengers came out, everyone's like, "Where's Spider Man?" Like Spider Man should be <laughs> like. That's the question. I was like, "Yeah, Doesn't that's fair. Yeah, that's fair." But yeah, I I hope he's in it uh, or his presence at least, and then we get to see him some right. time. And yeah, exactly. Part in the movie. Oh, uh, they're apparently uh, casting. I, mean, I just want to soak up the Oswald. That's it. I just want to soak up all the Oswald. Well, you're gonna soak up a couple more characters too. Eve, a sex worker in her fifties who doesn't take crap from anybody. Ooh. She agrees to help cover for Oswald. Nick, a 30-year-old man who is employed at a plant controlled by the Penguin. And Dr. Sounds like Ruben DeSoto, an unethical doctor in his 40s. Oh, it sounds like that's Dr. Hugo Strange. It does kind of sound that way. <laughs> no, it's not kind of I know. Strange. When I read that, I was like, oh, I had to reread it to make sure it wasn't strange. Right. But they could have, like, they could be using these names just as oh yeah, names, right? Until they, so... It's going to be interesting to see that. But yeah, I'm looking forward to this show as well. Any any more I can see of Pharaoh as the Penguin, I'm, I'm in. He was so good in the movie. So everyone loves Tim Burton's uh, Batman's movies, The Batmobile. Everyone loves that version of it, the first Batmobile. Yeah, man. And apparently it hit the market for $1.5 million. So, so how you guys want to get Pete, together? Kowalski. I, I think we should... You know, put together all of our funds and try and buy this. You think and we can do it? I think we can. And yeah, then we'll just have to share it. And can we sell one of Justin's <laughs> kids? Wow, you're selling children. <laughs> we need to do a yeah. Kickstarter. <laughs> we could just sell one of Justin's kids. So, <laughs> He's got that, two of them. Isn't that crazy, though? That's oh, crazy. man. Uh, it can only go like 35 miles an hour, but you know, who cares? I drive around the neighborhood. It's the actual <laughs> prop car. It's not like a, yeah, 
It's the actual one. That's crazy. I just I, would love to sit in it. Like, we go through Taco Bell. Oh, <laughs> the wrong car. Top open. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Have this light. Yeah. Tower closed. Um, I remember here on Long Island, there was a someone had a replica of the '66 Batmobile, <laughs> and they would drive it around. Uh, every once in a while in the summer, I'd always see it out, and I remember saying, "Oh, that was so cool." But uh, this would be even cooler. This would be. It's the best Batmobile of all time. I don't care it really is. Sorry, sorry. Thank you. talking like this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I love the '66 one as well, but this yeah. one is this one is definitely the best. Oh man, just yeah. Descent into mystery, like oh, classic. oh my gosh, so classic. '89's the goat, man. Sorry, you kids don't know. <laughs> you kids don't know about '89, bro. Well, they will. Next summer. Daddy's back. Good old daddy's back, man. <laughs> He's back to kick some ass. They should, they should re-release them before it comes out. That'd be nice. The Flash. We sh- and we At should all fly- Can we all fly down to Texas and force Bill to watch Batman Returns? <laughs> He's like, Gumbo, He's gonna do- go, it's Batman He's Returns! Gonna do chapter by chapter for Batman Returns. <laughs> <laughs> can we get him on for all the goo parts? He can have Boudin. <laughs> make some Boudin for us and... That'd be fun. That'd be a fun time. I have a feeling that Batman chapter by Batman Returns chapter by chapter is going to be just me and Justin. <laughs> so, were you guys fans of the the X Men reboot, First Class, Days of Future Past, Apocalypse? Some of uh, them. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, Not basically everything's Apocalypse and Phoenix. Oh, yeah. Those last origins. two were. I think Days of Days of Future Past after X Two is my favorite X Men movie. So I was yeah, a huge they, fan. It's up there for me. Yeah. That one. But Jay sure, McAvoy recently spoke about it and he said that uh, he, one of the things he was upset about was that they kind of moved away from the Magneto, uh, Fassbender's Magneto and his um, Professor X relationship, which was really the form, the backbone of the first film. And when he when I read that, I'm like, well, I don't, I don't necessarily agree with that. I don't agree uh, with it at all. I think it was kind of dead on wrong. <laughs> right? It was, kind of, it was kind of there the entire time. Yeah. Maybe it wasn't as much as he wanted or like as well it as executed. Mu- I think it was even That's more the than thing. the first. Couple. It just wasn't well executed. And there's the through line between well, all those there's movies a lot that was so messy. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think even everything with... after Days of Future Past was just like, huh? Yeah. yeah. Especially this, also with Mystique, like she was part of it as yeah. well. They kind of screwed up having i mean when you have actors of that ilk playing these roles i kind of agree with him like you kind of want to focus on them uh yeah but i mean apocalypse was just i mean wow uh i actually like dark venus better than apocalypse so i don't know which one i like i feel like i like them the same but but yeah i don't think either of them are very good I just love the action sequences in Dark Phoenix. I think that's my favorite part. You actually see them fighting differently, and yeah, I think those. Yeah, those are if those were the reshoots, those were the reshoots. Then that's the congratulations on that because that was entertaining for me. And they like copy Dark Knight Rises at the end. It was so weird. Yeah, they did. Mm -hmm. But it was cool actually seeing Professor X use his powers to fight. Which before you hadn't really seen much of that. And it has that weird scene where she like makes Professor X like get up and like walk yeah. up the stairs and i'm like oh what are they doing it's <laughs> it so reminded, weird it reminded me of the nightmare on elm street three where he has the control of the, the girl who oh, had puppet would, yeah 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 
That was the one. I was just watching that. I was like, who thought this was a good idea? (laughs) But yeah, that I actually Apocalypse to me. uh, I love Oscar Isaac, but to me, that's his worst role I've ever seen him in. Oh my gosh! So uh, first, he looked kind of like Grimace a little bit from (laughs) Yeah (laughs) Purple, and yeah, I just did not like that movie at all. Uh, So I don't know, but I I do wish that they would would have kept them and kind of done more with those actors. I think they're all fantastic. Uh, so I don't know. Agree with him. Legacy cast, but that's true. You know, everyone else is. (laughs) Yep. This entire phase has been phase legacy cast. It really has. Really has. And there's been no point to it. Apparently (laughs) until we get, yeah. Until we get to the final Avengers movies. Yeah. This was the first phase where they kind of just put movies out. And there was no underlining current. There was no through line. So Which I kind of dig. I was going to say, what did you guys think of that? What do you... Because we've been so conditioned for Marvel to have some kind of underlying story. And obviously they're connected, but there's nothing. There's like but apparently no, there yeah. is. We just don't game, know what right? it is yet. I think, I think it's probably at the end of the day for me, like, I'm going to... I remember the other phases more strongly as like, oh, the whole is greater than the sum of its parts. But for this one, it's like the, the, the opposite where I'm going to probably remember like two... Or maybe three movies that were that I thought were good, and everything else is just kind of a wash, you know. Or things that were, some of the TV shows because now we have to throw in Disney Plus shows too. Yes. So I'll remember like, okay, WandaVision was interesting, you know, Winter Soldier and Captain America. That was probably the most normal, regular Marvel movie ish of them all. Loki was interesting, and Hawkeye. also there's like Hawkeye. Oh, Hawkeye was really good. Moon so, yeah, Knight. No, yeah, Moon Knight was like what, and then <laughs> so like there's just a lot. You know, and then She Hulk was really interesting, and I love yeah. seeing Daredevil, and oh, yeah. so it's just a big giant hodgepodge, rather than um, which is not a bad thing. It's just more content than you than we've had to kind of deal with. So now it's more like, I guess it's a signal of like, well, now you can kind of choose what you do and don't want to watch. But we are conditioned to watch all the Marvel stuff now, <laughs> so it's a little hard to keep up with. I try to watch everything. I like some people are calls when they watch Batwoman season three. <laughs> no, you don't. Do you watch everything? I try to watch I everything. Yeah, yeah. I do. At least, at least when it comes to like comic book stuff, I try to watch everything. Yeah, yeah. This one, this phase has been definitely more different because again, they're kind of outliers. Uh, each movie is kind of its own thing. Although, like Shang Chi did throw back to Iron Man three and Shang Chi Incredible Hulk. Awesome. Right, yeah. Incredible Hulk, right. So you had those got the, the tie-ins there, and I really enjoyed that movie. I thought it was fantastic. I know yeah. a lot of people didn't like the third act with the flying dragon or whatever, but I, I thought it was so cool. I did. I, I did. had so much fun. I thought it was cool. So it's better than Eternals. One, I liked Eternals. I understand people who don't. I like it. Oh yeah. I like Eternals. Um, I just thought it was kind of dull. Like I it was I just thought it was a little the, boring. Yeah. yeah. But I still dug it. I was like, oh this is okay. Like I don't I need Eternals too. I didn't need Eternals one, but like I'd rather have this than not. Yeah, I just think like if you look at this fa- look at phase four, I like they just Wakanda Forever ended it and in my head I'm like I didn't even recognize like, cause there was no tentpole film. Yeah. I had to be told like this was the end of the, f- or actually the uh, guardians Christmas special, I think is the end of it. Right. Yes. So let's get into that. Let's talk about the guardians Christmas special very quickly. Uh, yeah. Haas, what'd you think? I liked it. I mean, it's James Gunn guardians. Like can't really go too wrong there. Um, Kevin Bacon's great. And just the fact that it was built around being able to, 
get him and get him to do that. I thought that was really cool. And just the way that they bookended the, the special with, um, with the animation. I thought that was really cool. And that made, made you want, makes you want to rewatch some of the other movies because though, you know, the little toy on the, on the ship dashboard is like there like the whole time, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just a cool, it's like a different level of production value. You can tell um, it's something that I like, I'm liking the, and that's the thing too about this phase, like these Marvel special presentations like this or werewolf by night, where it's like, I'd rather almost have these, like these mini movies instead of shows with a bunch of episodes to deal with, because I, I like these like special event type things. Yeah. I, I, I liked it. I didn't, I was expecting something a little bit different. So I guess that's part of my problem, but with it, but I did enjoy it. It was a good, it was a good little show to watch. Uh, definitely set up a nice little Chris. It has definitely has a, the, all the tenets of what a Christmas movie is and should be. Uh, obviously focuses very heavily on Drax and Mantis, which was very cool as well. Seeing their dynamic play out in a different kind of way. Uh, so it was, it was a fun watch for me. Um, and Pete and I, we talked a little about the production of it before on the last episode of the show. So it was kind of weird that we haven't recorded mm-hmm. in a couple of weeks, but we actually talked about the production of it before we got to see it. So Pete, what did you think? Eh, I didn't really <laughs> like it. I, no? I, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, certain parts were funny overall. It just didn't really hit with me, and I was just kind of like, eh, I was kind of bummed out because I was I was looking forward to it. Like I like holiday specials, I like Christmas time, and uh, I was like, oh, cool, James Gunn is going to do something. This is great, and it's just so funny, like. The only two things by James Gunn I don't like are Guardians Two and this. That's like it. Everything else I really enjoy. <laughs> but um, yeah, I was like, eh, whatever. Kevin Bacon was great. I did find it weird. Like, like Kevin Bacon did a really amazing job, like decorating his house for Christmas. Yet it's all gated in; no one can see it. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, I like his decorations. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I just I, I didn't like it. Now is that? I'm assuming it is, is because you see him talking to Kira Cedric as his wife, and you see her name pop up on his phone. It yeah. sounded like her. Was you think that was her? It sounded. Let's hope it was. Yeah, I mean, I didn't see. I didn't read. I didn't pay attention to the credits, so I don't know. But uh, I thought that was interesting. How they kept kept definitely kept it very grounded, as it definitely was being yeah. him, um, and didn't try and change that up. But sometimes they do that. So that was awesome. But yeah, I mean, wasn't great, but I it was cool. Like I, enjoyed I had it. no expectations and just enjoyed it though. That yeah. was me. So. Yeah, I, just, I don't know. I just like I, I, I don't really Mantis and Drax just don't do it for me. I guess. Oh, but their their dynamic was cool though. It really was. It worked for me. I don't know. It did. Their well, she, she, she didn't act like that in the movies, right? Isn't she more like subdued and calm? Well, she didn't have an actual huge role in the movies. Like, yeah, this was her biggest part yeah. for me. Definitely, definitely. That she's played. So she has a bigger role. I want to say in Infinity War than I thought she would. Hmm. She has a big mm-hmm. role in that movie, but yeah, like that, their dynamic is what sold it for me. And uh, it's weird that we're never going to see Bautista as Drax again, right? After three, he said that he's done or they're done. So we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens. I don't know. The Guardi- well, I think the Guardians, as we know them, are probably done after three. Yes. So, so that's where you got the trailer for that as well. So, what did you think of the Guardians three trailer? Haas, go first. Um, I kind of forgot that I'm like, oh, did I watch that? And then I watched. It, I was like, yeah, okay, I watched it. So uh, clearly, it didn't leave that much of an impression. Um, again, it was like, oh, okay, yeah, more guardians. Okay, you know, guardians, music, 
Okay, more guardians. Here we go. Uh, people are all up in arms about like, oh, we can baby rocket and stuff like that. So I, you know, so I'm sure we'll see more backstory type stuff. It's cool to see the characters back again, and yeah, it's been quite a while since we've seen them because James Gunn kind of got fired from Disney and then got did Suicide Squad and then came back, and now he's going back to DC again. So, um, so it's kind of like a last hurrah for the Guardians and for James Gunn, uh, for for as far as marvel's concerned i think um so yeah i'm excited about it um i guardians 2 is definitely still at way towards the bottom of my mcu list um but you know i expect this one will just be i expect this will be like any trilogy like it'll be probably harken back to the first movie more but also i feel like both guardians 1 and 2 have felt like their own really unique thing so i expect the third movie to also be pretty um pretty different from the the first two also so i don't know i'm excited to see it um probably looking forward to it more than the average marvel movie i would say yeah they definitely there's a little bit of world building in it too you see like this these alien people um that kicks off with those people and they're all like different kinds of animals and things like that yeah so that was it's definitely there's some world building going on here too as well but we see Gamora. Um, so yeah, they're not hiding that at least. Like, yeah, I, yeah, that's that's. I'm excited to see like what what they do with that. So yeah, so I'm I'm kind of there with you. Like I, it's definitely it's definitely a James Gunn production. Yeah. like that's front and center. Uh, but yeah, I'm kind of just wait and see with it. It didn't it didn't move the needle for me. I was going to see it anyway yeah but so i'm just kind of wait and see with it but it, it it was it was a solid trailer it picked up and it, it does kind of pick up from where the holiday special kind of leaves off so yeah we'll see how that works out so pete what did you think of the trailer meh <laughs> I, yeah this thing did right. nothing for me i like everyone's all hyped up about it and i i see everyone's reactions on twitter and i'm just like really like i don't know i, I like guardians one a lot yeah, uh, but I haven't liked the last. I didn't like the last one. I didn't like the special either. So I didn't like the second one. Yeah, yeah. Like the same so. day was it the same day that trailer came out? The Indiana Jones trailer did. I was like yes. way paying way more attention to that. Than yeah, the Guardians Indiana Jones trailer. trailer definitely stole my attention. Uh, I watched the Indy yeah. trailer like six times, and then I watched yeah. the Guardians like once. I think. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just you know, I'm not a big Guardians guy to be honest with you. So yeah, um, it just didn't do nothing. We I mean, do get I'm our. I'm sure I'll check it out because I'd love to, if I can get a weekend of the movies and Guardians out. I'll still see it, no doubt. But like, am I like am I like counting down the days? No, I'm good. And we got our first look at Adam Warlock. Uh, this version. Oh of yeah, Adam we Warlock. did. So you're a big Adam Warlock cool. guy. Are you excited? Eh. <laughs> <laughs> I need like, again. I need to see more than that. I hope that yeah, I, I hope that you, they. I hope that they he connects to the Marvels. Well, he's mm. he was. Right? He's the bigger. He actually has the huge, bigger role in Infinity War, and when they didn't okay. include him in that that at all, I thought, oh, maybe they're just not going to use him. And then he showed up um, in Eternals, right? So there we go. There we go. Holzman, so Warlock, lock so, it in. <laughs> so we'll see how that works out. But we did get the first. He looks a little weird to me, but we'll see how that works out going forward. He kind of reminds me of Gold Dust oh. with a little diamond. Yeah, that's fair back. that is a fair assessment i will say so so yeah but we'll see we'll see where it goes but i definitely am uh uh gonna see it well of course they don't no need to worry about me going to watch that movie i will 
go. But since we since you put it out there, what did you guys think of the I Haas obviously you love the Indiana Jones trailer, so if you want yeah. to talk about it, go ahead. Yeah, I really liked it. I I you know, the whole movie's kind of been shrouded in mystery uh, uh, ever ever since like know a little bit about it and people have been reporting about the shooting and we always we knew there was some de-aging things involved and people are trying to guess like oh are they going to do time travel and stuff like that but it feels like i mean i guess that's still on the table but um we know like at least the movie opens up with a flashback where you get to see indiana Indiana jones and there was a really nice article i think uh, what was it it was an empire i think um talking about the whole thing and part of the whole thing is like i think the you're gonna first be introduced to to indiana jones in that prologue where he gets captured by nazis and they pull the bag over his head and you're like oh you know oh my gosh it's like young harrison ford and reading that i read that first and i was like oh that sounds really cool i you know there's no way they're gonna show that in the trailer and then they showed that in the trailer and i was like why would they do that i mean that's such like a cool like let it play out in the movie and let people be like, oh, wow, you know, look at the CG or whatever. But they, I was so, I was very surprised that they described that and threw that in the trailer because I, I, that has to be how you, the, the first time you see him in the movie it has to be like, that's a bear. It's a bag over his head and you pull it. Like, it makes perfect sense. Um, but there was a lot of cool things in that. Um, just setting up the world, setting up the story. It seems like they have, they spent a lot of time after the crystal skull to really figure out like if we're going to do another one, what's it about? What's when's it set? Like what, why are we going to do this? And so it seems like they've got a really good, their head on their shoulders for a really cool and final Indiana Jones movie. Um, I thought it looked great. Uh, I'm excited about it for it being, uh, you know, another John Williams score and Harrison Ford looks like he's having a good time being Indiana Jones. Like it just, it's, movies you know and i and i'm very excited just to go back to that world one more time yeah i mean it's been a long time so i think that's part of the allure for people for me it was just okay i didn't have any kind of visceral reaction to it uh i hope i do know but i'm like that with a lot of first trailers that have them eventually the more we get and the closer we get to the film i'm usually like okay i'm ready Dude, now. i'll never forget Let's your go. reaction video to the captain marvel trailer where you ran up and down the street I'll never forget that. I was like, dude, what's holes we doing? <laughs> okay, Pete, what was your reaction to Indiana Jones? I love the Indiana Jones trailer. That was a lot of fun. I can't wait to see him. I love the music and the whip with the bullets. And and it, was, it was just a lot of fun. I was we totally got John Rhys Davies in the trailer too. That's awesome. You, you know, like I'm just like I'm like oh I want I love Indiana Jones. I love Crystal Skull. I like all the movies, man. Indiana Jones is such a fun time for me watching these movies. I mean, my my favorite is probably Temple of Doom, but uh, I love them all. Raiders of the Lost Ark, Last of Crusades, great. And I still I really I, I feel like I'm the only person who likes Crystal Skull. But I need to give it another chance. Yeah. I told you when we were talking about it. it. I'm like I I saw it's in the, the worst one, but I, enjoy I saw it. In the, it is the worst one, but it's probably sort of needs another look i i saw it in the theater opening weekend and i fell asleep during the second act and i still have not rewatched it that's funny that's funny it's just stupid like it doesn't make to me it makes no sense captain (laughs) so but whatever uh yeah i'm like i said i'm just kind of we'll wait and see but why do you hate joy I don't hate Joy. I just You're said, I'll wait and see. Yeah, tra- I didn't love the trailer. <laughs> Mr. Meh to the Guardians trailer. That's okay. Yeah, That's okay, right? That's all right. You could. Yes. Yeah, but yeah, but yes. I can't I can't be meh to the Indiana Jones trailer. 
Yes, I'm making the rules. That's it. <laughs> You're not the boss of me. <laughs> Kids say that all the time. That's a kid phrase. Your nephew said that recently? <laughs> no, when they were little, they did. Yeah. But no. I always forget how old they are. My youngest nephew now is 11. So, yeah. But I have great nieces and nephews who are younger than that, so... Eric's, just, Eric's also got like kids he doesn't even know that are toddlers. I probably do somewhere. It's just spraying the seed. I have no idea where they are. Eric's getting it in, getting it out. But it's fine. <laughs> this show took a weird turn just there. <laughs> 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 All right. So we've been talking about James Gunn a lot, and we know that now he is one of the co presidents or chairman or whatever the hell, CEO of DC. He's, in, he's the big man on campus. He's definitely the creative guy between him and Safran. So. Yeah, he was talking about he's been asked. He's great with the fans and people ask him questions and he actually answers what he can. It's crazy. That's right? not going to last much longer. So it's just awesome. These people must annoy the shit out of him. But <laughs> he confirmed a f- some few a few things. So let's go through it. He confirmed that there will be movies outside of this connected universe, such as Joker, the Batman, whatever. So he that the Batman the, franchise goes on for 20 years. You'll never so, have a shared universe Batman. Everyone's going to freak out. Well, that's what everyone was doing <laughs> because, of course, that's what people do do in this space. But, yes, people were doing that as well as freaking out over just the other stuff that he brought up in, in these things. Like, oh, they're going to be games connected to it, uh, which Star Wars does, but whatever. That's why it doesn't seem to ma- bother that universe, but okay. Uh, <laughs> you know. Let's do that. It's the one thing I think that do- people don't complain about in the Star Wars universe is that the games are connected to the larger universe. Yeah, uh, going on in there. So, Ryan, you're a you're a video game guy. So, what do you yeah. think about that part of it? I mean, that it felt more like an not necessarily offhand comment, but like a oh yeah, sure, this is what we want to do. We want to unify the media kind of thing, which makes sense and is smart. But y'all, it takes. It takes two years minimum to make a movie. It takes like three to four years to make a game if you're lucky. So, you know, we won't be start to see the fruits of James Gunn and Peter Safran's labor for, for quite a while. And, you know, a lot of times this unified stuff is it's it's not all it's cracked up to be. You know, I think of and if for games too, get games are less accessible than movies and i would hate to have to like have to play a game all the way through just so i can understand (laughs) or watch a movie or or vice versa you know um and if it's just an opt-in experience you kind of lessen both you know i you know that's what was so great when we went from like um oh you know the games can be good enough to stand on their own with like the Arkham series, they were their own thing and they weren't tied into anything. And it's the same thing as for like a, like a, like these standalone movies. Like I, I liked the creative people to be able to express themselves in their medium and not have to worry about outside stuff. Like it, mm. it can be done, uh, but it takes some really good vision holders and it, a really good support to be able to like execute on that stuff and make it good so i mean that's cool news i guess but you know i have not seen a unified dc universe that i'm thrilled about yet so i guess when i see that um maybe i would 
change my tune, but so far the the stuff that's not connected that's done really well has been the stuff that I've liked the most. So. Yeah. That's that's a good call. It's been the, it's been the more high quality stuff for sure. Yeah. Uh so yeah, you're right when you say that. So Pete, he they also mentioned comics in this piece which will not be part of the connected universe. So I'll let you, I'll let you run with that one. Uh good. Um <laughs> that's great. I don't <laughs> I'm just they've like, had those flash they've had those flash tie-in comics done for like, yeah, like three yeah, years yeah, and they keep delaying no I, I mean i haven't i read it it was good I, I enjoyed that actually but they never do that anymore that's like when they decided to do that it's very rare um but you know that's that's interesting in itself um i'm fine like if it's connected whatever like, i'm all waiting to see what all this connected stuff like this thing's gonna get rebooted in like three years anyway <laughs> the rate they're going <laughs> Like it gets re honestly, it gets rebooted like every five years. So if you're gonna try to connect it, by all means connect it. I'm not gonna try to make it fit together. I'm just gonna if it's a game, I'm gonna play it for some cool fights and you know, like if it's hopefully it's like Arkham style, you know, and for a movie, just make a good movie. Like I don't care what's connected to, just just worry about the project at hand. It's all wait and see for me. Sorry about that. <laughs> um I did think he there was a little bit of news also about <clears throat> sorry guys. Eric, are you okay? I'm dying. <coughs> I'm okay. Are you upset um, because the Vikings? <laughs> no, I'm not upset. I'm okay. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> okay. Lauer. Mm. Who wants to find Lauer? Yeah, Lauer's well normally it's yeah. Is Lauer awake? Me clearing my throat, but not this time. <laughs> Let me clear my throat. Lauer has a weird weird schedule. So he also mentioned that there was the all oh, the whole Kevin Feige thing, and he said he he was the first person he spoke to about getting the job at DC, and that there's no there's really no kind of rivalry. They all want the same thing, which yeah, I think we all kind our of money. <laughs> That's for sure. They all want our money. 100%. They all want our money. So they're all they're all battling for the same dollar. So I did actually I do actually like the idea of them connecting. The TV and the the film universes, if it's done right, I mean, I think that's usually what it comes down to. We see with Marvel, it's kind of working for them, and I think yeah. you can do the same stuff with DC. So if that Green Lantern show ever comes out, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think that's a good place to have Green Lantern. There's a lot of Green Lanterns that they could, you know, bring into the show and build that universe on the small screen, and then if they're going to throw them into some team up movie in the future that would be awesome too if they do do go the video game route they should do it like star wars does do it where they kind of introduce new characters in the video game so you're not completely tying them to something you know that's already existing yeah you could do that build out their world there and just have it somehow connected to what's going on in the in the actual larger universe so it's an interesting take we've seen the shared universe obviously work with marvel um, they're gonna give it a shot here, but I did. I always thought the introduction of the video game thing was the interesting, most interesting part of it for me. So we'll see how that goes going forward. I feel like the last tie-in video game I got was uh, Hoss. Back me up on this. Was this was Green it Lantern? Ra- Green Lantern: Rise of the Manhunters. Yeah, it was really good. I enjoyed that game. It was surprisingly good for. I, for I a still have it for game. my 360. Yeah, I've got it for the PS3. Yeah, it's good. I, I enjoy it. I, it is I good. It's a good co-op game. It's like yeah. God of War light co-op and you, have, you can do good constructs and everything too like mm-hmm. they come up like they do those grinders mm-hmm. and stuff mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I'm a big fan of that game. I don't know if I remember that one. Oh, if you could buy it for cheap, I suggest it. Like, if you just want like a really, I, I yeah. don't know if they like if it's remade or you can buy it digitally on the marketplace, but I, I would if they did, I would totally rebuy it. Yeah, I think we we looked at that when I I worked on a Ben Ten game uh, that that co op, and we looked at the Green Lantern game for inspiration there because it was done really well on a budget, yeah. <laughs> you know, and so we needed we needed some. Uh, we need some inspo. It's one of the reasons I still kept my 360 is to play that game. Mm-hmm. That and Superman Returns. <laughs> I think you can buy them on the Xbox One, though, can't you? You might be able um, to. Can. I Unless don't know it's delisted times. or... Yeah. yeah, like you gotta... Yeah. I don't know if that many people are actually craving for Rise of the Manhunters. <laughs> Either. Well, like, maybe got... we'll cover on the Batman Game Club. The Batman Game Featuring, <laughs> featuring <laughs> Green Lantern. Game Club. Plug, plug. Don't play with my Oh, boy. Hysterical. Anyway. <laughs> All right. So there was an interesting little story that, Pete, that you shared with the rundown. That I had never heard this before. So the origi- the producer who originally was working on Captain America 3 before they decided to do Civil War spoke about a little bit about... Uh, what the third entry would have been serpent society yeah isn't that what it was called (laughs) that's what it was initially announced at yes yeah and then bvs came along and flexed its muscles and uh marvel decided to do civil war that's basically what happened Mm -hmm. that is pretty much how it broke down i don't know why they did that but it's fine it was weird but yeah so well yeah apparently they were developing captain america 3 they were going to have, um, they were going to use Zemo in it, and they were mo- they were building a MacGuffin. He said the MacGuffin was around uh, a MacGuffin around the Mad Bomb. Are you know people start fighting each other, and they actually did do that in the Kingsman movie, and then he mentions he specifically mentions Kingsman in the article as well. Mm-hmm. So, but of course, Kevin Feige kept saying no, or they they were like, no, we have a script, let us come submit it, and he's like, okay, and then. <laughs> Eventually, he was just like, "Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> we're doing Civil War." And He's like, they're doing BVS. We're doing Civil War. Pretty much what it came down and, to. And and on the no... same day, released on the same day. <laughs> and there's no rivalry. <laughs> well, there, I don't think there is now because, I mean, let's be honest, DC has so far to go to catch up. <laughs> I mean, they would they would need to create have hit after hit after hit after hit for years. Uh, so, you know, but it was an interesting little article to read into and then just how much i mean we know how much power kevin feige has but just to see it play out with the producer being like we worked on this whole damn script and then at the end they just like pull it back and we had to redo like a complete shift in it the russo's involvement pete's favorite people uh the russo brothers involvement in it so what did you guys think of it though like did you they don't give too much information about what exactly but the little bit of the plot that we got what did you think of that I thought it was cool. I mean, I thought it kind of fit in with the other Captain America superhero movies. Like, I get it. The concept of Civil War is a lot bigger, but I kind of agreed with the initial writer where it was like, we don't have all the stuff to do this just yet, you know? Uh, But they, you know, they pulled it off and a lot of people like it. So what the hell do I know? But, uh, you know, I kind of side with the original writer here. What about you, Huss? Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, I don't know. It sounds like they were kind of doing what they thought they could do, but uh, it's good that they were allowed to do more you know it was, it was better that they were allowed to go into the route of civil war 
Um, because yeah, like it did, it did sound a little underwhelming and to, to, for, for a, somebody like a Feige to be like, well, this is a, we have to go bigger. It has to be higher stakes and, you know, worth, worth a movie sized entry. Like it's Captain America three. So, you know, on one hand, like I would have liked a traditional Captain America movie also in there, a, a, another one on the vein of, of a uh, winter soldier or something. Um, but it felt like they didn't really have all the space for that. And, and that the fact that we did get some war out of it is great. And the mm-hmm. art, I think the article even talks about, it, it's like, it was still a good movie and they like introduced black Panther and Spider-Man in that movie. Mm-hmm. And that movie was so good. I usually don't see Marvel movies more than once in a theater, but civil war, I saw twice at the same weekend. Um, so that to me, that was like, it was, a, it was definitely a MCU highlight. It's one yeah. of the best MCU movies. It's definitely a, uh, it was very ambitious and they pulled it off. Every time they've had an ambitious movie like that, they've been able to pull it off. Yep. So yep, yep. that's Can't been, kind of, yeah, that's kind of been the, um, the litmus test for them in these big films. And you're right. They introduced Spider-Man, they introduced Black Panther. So it was a very, very cool. And it, it gave more depth to the Tony, um, Steve, uh, relationship as well. So it was very, very well done, but it would have been, I think that, would have, it would have been cool to see that other movie, uh, you know, how they worked, how they would have worked in that, that I'm, stuff. Yeah, into this other I'm, movie. I'm interested to see like if we ever get to some point era in superhero movies because like it's like because now we we have the legacy sequel and those are like the big things now nowadays and everything. But I kind of wonder, are we going to get to a point where we start seeing what? horror movies do where you just start seeing straight up alternate sequels it's like yeah 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 star wars like nine happened let's do another star wars nine let's do another like pretend like you know it's like terminator aliens it's Mm -hmm. like uh this is the new terminator three don't worry (laughs) about the old terminator three you know well well star wars fans would have had their way we would have gotten another last jedi (laughs) yeah (laughs) or another episode eight Uh, yeah because they were apparently people trying to fund it that was the craziest story ever oh yeah Uh, but yeah we've got another justice league you know it's like yeah we got another justice yes yes they listened they've (laughs) listened daddy's unite so (laughs) well one one movie that's coming out that i've seen the trailer now because i've been to the movie so many times i've seen the trailer for ant-man quantum media at least eight times in the movie theater right now oh man i swear to god it, i've been going maybe to i'll see, see it they, they find i'm excited they uh they I'm pumped for this they, one fellas they released they released uh glass onion you know knives out too like it, for more screenings but i I, w- I wanted to see it and i couldn't see it because i had ankle surgery and i was like those bastards like i i can't go to the movie during your little the exclusive window and they've opened it up more so maybe maybe i'll see that trailer if i get to Ooh. go to the theater and see it yes and as we know obviously jonathan majors uh kang is the quote-unquote villain in uh Kurt. yes in ant-man and the lost quantumania <laughs> And we first got to see him, obviously, in Loki. If you had seen, uh, if you watch Loki, and he actually he actually makes creates the multiverse. Like that's kind of what happens um, mm-hmm. in that in that show. So John Jonathan Majors actually spoke about it recently in the Empire magazine that covers the internet, the twenty twenty three preview for Indiana Jones and all. He's on the cover, and he says that what happens in Quantum Media has a profound impact on the MCU. 
Um, the guy who wrote Quantumania is also writing the Kang Dynasty. So it's connected in that re- that regard. And he also says that Kang in this one is very different than the, the version that we saw in Loki, who was kind of like a... He seemed kind of more like a scared, jittery person in, <laughs> in Loki to me. And apparently this is going to be more of his villain... Um, the villain that we've gotten to know. So, Pete, what did you think of those those uh, comments? Because I know you were a big fan of Ant Man and the Wasp. So, I'm pumped for this movie, man. I cannot wait to see Majors as Kang because I think he's going to do it totally different than we saw in Loki. Like, I think this, I think this Kang's going to be more like, uh, I don't know. I feel like he's going to be very manipulative. Um, but I'm really excited to see what he brings to that role, and I can't wait to see like what happens in this movie. I feel like the, the daughter's going to be a big factor in this. Um, yeah, I'm just pumped. I love the Ant-Man movies. Like, I, I never expected to, but I, I'm a big fan of those movies. I really enjoy them, so I, I can't wait to see this one. Yes, so we hear that he's kind of a... He has dominion over time. He's a warrior and a strategist, which kind of is a little bit of what we got in Loki, because uh, he definitely... he was You saw the manipulation there as well, but this seems to be much more front and center of the character, so... Haas, do you know much about Kang's history, and are you? I don't know much about him at all, really. But it 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 does feel like he's supposed to be a big deal, especially if he's got like a whole Avengers movie that he's backing. Um, and people were freaking out like when he was revealed at the end of of Loki, of of the Loki TV series. So yeah, definitely sounds like he's Mm -hmm. definitely a a big formidable villain, and it's just cool that he's getting kind of the spotlight in an ant-man movie because like Mm -hmm. pete was saying i i'm i love the ant-man movies they're really kind of like a i don't know like a underrated little section of the mcu and um paul rudd is just so good in that role and it's just kind of a every time i watch any of those movies it always feels like a good breath of fresh air um as far as the mcu is concerned so yeah i'm excited about you know freaking ant-man 3 come on I know. Getting three Ant Mans before we get Aquaman <laughs> two. It is crazy that this guy. Well, dude, movie... Man of Steel two. Man of Steel two. Or yeah, well, yeah. It is. Yeah, it's you get like three. Mar- you get three three Marvel phases before you get Man of Steel two. Oh yeah, mm. like eighty seven Marvel movies. Well, we don't even know if we're getting one. So still, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we'll see how that goes, but. He's back, <laughs> but I, I'm yeah, I'm super pumped for this. I I loved the first Ant Man. The second one was okay. I didn't love it as much as like the first one, but I just like Jonathan Majors. So I'll he's one of those actors for me now. Yeah, dude. When he's I'm in something, you. I'll go see it. Yeah, he's I'm a even, movie star. I'm, Tarantino. I'm even, <laughs> I'm even gonna see Creed three. Oh my gosh, because That's right, he's the villain in Creed three. Yeah, yeah, he's the villain now. In Creed 3. Now I want to see both movies more because of <laughs> yeah man yeah so i'm even gonna go see, i didn't love creed 2 i creed was okay ah, for me. creed 2 was so good i didn't love creed 2 but i'm gonna go see 3 because he's the bad guy uh, in it so i will go and see it but yeah it was an interesting little piece i love i guess like i said i've seen so many this trailer so many times uh i'm kind of tired of it we need another one they need to replace it because i just can't see it anymore but uh i am looking forward to this movie and him in it so we we got a little bit of information going now so it's getting we know it's getting closer Air so holes. i'm getting 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 ready there all right so we have a couple of little um housekeeping news for a couple of projects uh first i'll start with blade uh we have a new director 
His name is Jan Demange. He was the uh, director for Lovecraft, Lovecraft Country on HBO. If you guys had watched Lovecraft Country, it was pretty good. Um, I don't know if either of you have seen it, watched it or took time or saw any of it, but I enjoyed it. A uh, very, very good show. It didn't get a second season, so I guess not many people did. <laughs> not many people did enjoy it, but I did. So, uh, yeah, so he's going to be um, directing Blade. So, guys, we have a director for this project that everyone was freaking out about when... <laughs> oh, my when God! It, the first Marvel failure is Blade! Playing. Oh, yeah. yeah. It got <laughs> delayed. It had no director. Oh, God, so... Oh, my God! Page one, they did say in that article, I think, page one rewrite with the, mm-hmm. with the story and all that, yeah. Yeah, so Haas, were you antici- were you looking forward to this version of Blade, and are you happy now that we're going to get it? Apparently, on September sixth, in twenty twenty four. Yeah, they said that this change hasn't uh, is still keeping the movie on track. They haven't had to adjust the the dates or anything like that. Yeah, I'm I'm very excited about um, this Blade. I mean, Ali is a great actor, and the fact that and see, again, this is a movie star who wants to be blade right yeah. so they built this literally i think it was just born because he's like i want to be blade and they were like yeah you should be let's do that <laughs> so um so i'm excited about this and it and it takes up that i think we need more marvel movies that are in this uh like the corner of the universe that's got like blade and daredevil and stuff like that so like blade and daredevil born again are probably my top two most anticipated mcu things coming uh down the line um so i wasn't too shocked that there were like production issues like they've been having some growing pains like trying to get this thing off the ground but you know a a lot of the marvel movies have this crazy shift before they start shooting so it's good that they figured out that they needed to make changes before they were filming because sometimes they just are filming and then they just change on the fly and that's not great um so yeah like i'd rather them figure it out and then make a good movie yeah i agree uh, they, they obviously every as we know, anytime any kind of news comes out or it's something in this realm and people, oh my god, and they freak out and I, I, I never for a second thought that this movie wasn't going to get made, which some people actually yeah. said, and I was like, come on, like you have you have Mahershala Ali in this role, you're going to want this movie to come out, like let's be realistic. So Pete, this guy's kind of has a kind of a horror directing background. So are you happy? Uh, I'm pumped for it. I was excited for the first version of this movie. I'm excited for this version of the movie. I want to see what they do with this. Like blade should be R rated in my opinion. Yeah. It should be violence, yeah. Like true blood. Blade. I, I say this all the time. Blade at Deadpool, alien and predator yeah. are really <laughs> like my focus point of this whole Disney merger yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, because like, I'm really concerned with how those characters are going to be portrayed and, uh, blades up there, you know, blade should be, <clears throat> you know, uh, cutting off heads. Jeez. Well, <clears throat> his it's name contagious. is a weapon. Yeah. Jeez, Eric, what you do there? You're poisoning you know, the Holzman curse. Uh, you know, it, it should be bloody. It should be violent. It should be kind of gory. Like it should match blade too. Like it should be no less than that. It should be nowhere near blade three. Like, uh, you know, spirits. just look at blade one and two and that's what you do to make your movie, you know? Yeah, but I still say that we don't get Deadpool if Ryan Reynolds isn't in Blade 3. I still believe that because the character he played in that movie is very similar <laughs> to, to Deadpool. Obviously, he can't get killed. And if Adam West stuff, isn't but... Batman, Affleck wouldn't win for the role either. I'll tell you that much. Is this is this? Oh, um, that's true. Affleck was inspired by Adam West. That's why he auditioned. This is educated information you're giving us. Yeah, or not speculation. Yeah. This is, this is a, yeah. This right. is my scoop. This is my scoop of the day. 
All right. Well, Haas, you brought up Daredevil, and we have a little bit of casting news on Daredevil. Oh, uh, yeah. It's true. Michael Gandolfini will be joining the cast, along with, obviously, Charlie Cox and Vincent D'Onofrio for Daredevil Born Again. So, Tony Soprano's uh, real-life son, <laughs> James Gandolfini, will be here. will be in this movie. Yeah. I mean, in this um, show. So, yeah, it's going to be pretty cool. Uh, again, they don't know who he's playing. Um, they just know it's going to be a major role opposite both of them. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, coming off in many scenes in Newark, I'm, I'm thinking this kid can do this. So I'm all pumped. I can't wait. Uh, I hope Daredevil is just wearing the red suit and not the yellow suit. That's my concern. <laughs> Personally. Well, it. it was both. It wasn't. I didn't like the yellow suit in She-Hulk, so, so. hopefully he's wearing you know, something more red in uh, his own show. That's the original yeah. color, right? The original color for the characters. Yeah, it was uh, yellow. Yeah, yellow. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But maybe, so. maybe they'll switch it back. Yeah, at some point, I think it'll happen. Yeah, I think so. But it's but exciting. Was, I just, yeah. you know, I haven't haven't seen him in that um, that Sopranos movie, but like, oh, it's just cool to it's just cool to to get casting news for this thing because I because I am looking forward so much to, to this thing and and the fact that it is a you know I I said I harped on like oh I like this shorter seasons of stuff but th- but I but for this I we already do know that Daredevil Born Again is like twelve or thirteen episodes so it's like double what you would normally expect for a Disney thing yeah so, that's still half of a CW season yeah it, well yeah. yeah exactly but still it's it, it shows that there is probably going like to be a twenty two episode season bro a lot it's probably going to be more of a slower paced like. Show, oh sure, which sure, is sure. Awesome, I think for Daredevil. Yeah, I, I when I heard that they were bringing back uh, Charlie Cox to play Daredevil again, and then we saw him in She Hulk. And you did uh, a reaction video of running, you running down the street. No, I did not. Oh. I did not. But I was. I, that was one of the cool things. I love the Netflix series, and I was. I was super pissed when it got canceled. So uh, I hope, obviously, this one is going to be lighter than that. We already got wind of that from She-Hulk, so I'm assuming he's definitely going to be getting it in. That's for sure. So <laughs> it's going to be a, well. He got it in on the Netflix one too with various people. Yeah, but, um, yeah, yeah. well, yeah, but I'm really looking forward to this. And yeah, he's this kid is a um, Gandolfini's a good actor. So you know, anytime, you're, anytime you're adding cast cast members like this, it definitely um, increases the value of the show. So mm-hmm. I'm really, really looking forward to this going forward. And uh, do we know when is that coming out? Do we have a date? I don't think. I don't it's know. Just, if it's, it's, I catch up on Titans, bro. I'm not worried about it. It's the show. 18 episodes, actually. It's not <laughs> oh, 12. It's wow. Eight, oh, yeah. it is a CW a season. Take that, Hoss. And it's Slater's yeah. premiere in 2024, so two years from now. Wow. Uh, so, yeah, we have a long wait, but. Uh, Jeez, I mean, it's I like a movie. I don't feel like this is going to go the way of the Green Lantern show that we kept talking about being and adding, developed and adding characters, and then it finally just got shifted and <laughs> those people who got casted aren't being it anymore yeah and Pete, we haven't we haven't had madam web, web news in a while so we, we have to yeah but that, they're, they're, i think that's because the movie's being like edited okay well that's good well we can get that news it. we need to get in touch with our madam web contact at sony oh cool <laughs> need to do that all right i think we're done Let's go, let's go home, boys. We got I Mario think, to play. I think we are done <laughs> with this. So, uh, Haas, man, thanks for coming on. Yeah, spending episode one hundred, being on our hundredth episode. Uh, we, uh, of course, you're not just the uh, uh, someone we know. 
anymore. You're a friend, and yeah, it's awesome to talk, chop it up with you again. It's been a while since we've been on. Well, since I've been on something with you, so this is this has been great yeah. to be on a, another production of something with you and do something creatively. So for me, it's been fantastic. Um. All right. So Pete, no, we'll start. Haas, tell them where they can find you. Oh yeah, you find me on Twitter uh, at SMB underscore Ryan, and SMB is for the Super Mario Brothers movie archive. Um, there is a new Mario movie coming out next year, so follow that Twitter at SMB Movie, and I think you can also just go to like YouTube at SMB Movie and find us there. We've got like our little reaction video on the first trailer out, so it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be a fun time, and um, just check out some recent episodes uh, on the Batman on film podcast feed. I'm on a couple episodes of the chapter by chapter stuff. And then uh, we, we also did an episode on the, of the BOF podcast on, on Gotham Knights, the video game. So Ooh. check it all out. So Haas, do you have any, like, do you know any of the producers or anything on the new Super Mario Brothers movie? Are you, I don't know. No? All right. I was just wondering if your, all your work you did on the first film got you. <laughs> No, they don't People... care about the live action one. No. <laughs> People took note, but okay. All right. Well, again, thanks for coming on. Yeah. Uh, Pete. You can follow me on social media. That's Twitter, Instagram, and Zach Snyder's favorite platform. <laughs> at Pete Illustrated. You can follow podcast number one. That's a podcast you're listening to right now. Straight to Gotham at straight underscore O underscore G on both Instagram and Twitter. Consider joining our Facebook group and following our Facebook fan page. Uh, there's a lot of good stuff going on over there. Check out at Team Yellow Oval. Check out uh, my articles on BatmanFilm.com. I have comic book reviews of Detective Comics. Even though I'm not liking it, it's very disappointing, and it makes me sad sometimes. Um, <laughs> it does. It hurts. Uh, you can check out Batman Film YouTube. I have interviews with Michael Uslan and toy reviews of stuff. I've got old Aquaman toy reviews actually up on the website since we talked about Aquaman today uh, for Aquaman and uh, Black Manta. So check that stuff out. There's a lot of other good stuff there too. Um, so peek on it over there. Um, check out uh, my other podcast, the Italian Spider-Man Coalition podcast at Italians for Spidey on Twitter. I do that with Nicholas and Nico Caruso, and that's a fun time. And we're talking Spider-Man. We got an episode we just dropped a few weeks ago, so tune into that. We talk some animated Spider-Man, some comic books, and some news, and uh, you know all that good jazz. So uh, check all that stuff out. All right, and as for me, you guys can find me on Twitter at finally thirty three spell finale thirty three. Same on that Instagram site that we have as well. Check Instagram. <laughs> yes, same on Instagram. Uh, if you are a fan of the New York Knicks, you could check out my my podcast and my live stream called All Nicked Up. It's at underscore Nick underscore up on Twitter as well. Check me out over there. I also have been reviewing Titans for Batman on Film. So if you season four of Titans, which Pete and Ryan don't really love, but it's okay for me. Uh, we're watching guys... it though. <laughs> we're, all, we're all watching, I'm watching it. Here, it. So... It's just a chore, but I'm so, watching it. It's a chore can... so far. <laughs> Check those out. I will have the new ones up tomorrow, most likely. So you can check those out. I've been doing them in twos, guys, because I've just been very busy. So I apologize, but you get two episodes at a time for me now. So <laughs> of the next two up, and it was kind of the mid-season finale kind of deal with this mm-hmm. last one because the big. Oh, it is good. So I got time to catch up. So yeah, it'll be that'll be uh, that should be up tomorrow. You can check that out. Stuff that. That stuff out over there. It's late. I can't talk anymore. Uh, before we sign off, though, again, this is our 100th show. And Woo. I definitely want to thank everyone who has supported Pete and I uh, on Straight Outta Gotham, whether mm-hmm. it's whether it's the podcast, whether it's anything else we've done, whether you interact with us on Twitter or in our 
Facebook groups and pages and all that stuff. Uh, it is, it's a labor of love. We, you know, we enjoy doing this every week. Uh, it's kind of a break from reality for us as well. We both, you know, as people, like I said, we haven't recorded in two weeks because we've been busy with work and things. And Has it been two weeks? Yeah, it's been two weeks. Doesn't so see, Pete, like doesn't, Pete doesn't even have a concept of time anymore. <laughs> it's just rolling together. But it has been, it is a break from reality for us when we get to talk about this stuff and, and entertain you guys for a little while. And that's what we hope we do. So, again, thank you. Steve Hill takes to talk like this. Yeah. Say, then, oh, yes, me, Reno. Yes, me, Reno. Plays on the <laughs> oh, that, that's accurate. Reno, me. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Montreal, no like hockey, but live Montreal. Yes, me, Reno, not you. <laughs> Reno sounds like a Muppet. <laughs> it's such a bad impression, but he's like, it's so I think horrible. he's gonna I'm like, no, dude, it's funny because it's so bad. He's like, this don't sound like me, it's so bad. Why are you talking like that? I'm like, no, you know, Reno, not you, but sound like me. Maybe, maybe sometimes. Oh my don't gosh. If there was a bad puppet at Reno, that's what it would sound like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he kind of sounds like. Uh... <laughs> A cross between Pepe Le Pew and the Swedish chef. I talk in the third person. Yeah, yes, I love Joker. I love Joker. But not Jared Leto Joker. But no, he's not a Joker. I love Anyone him. but yes, him. Yes, yes, Reno. Yes. And Joaquin Phoenix. Yes, he has stayed on Legacy. Oh. Yes, yes, yes. Me, Reno, not now, how do you make him Asian? We need to stop. <laughs> okay. Pete, you didn't, you, there's one more impression you haven't done, so... And there's another one. Pew pew. Pew pew. Pew pew. Okay, you just not. <laughs> oh, jeez. All right. It's late. Pe- no, I'm not. You're trying to get it. You do it all the time. What are you talking about? You've done it on the show. <laughs> You've done it on the show numerous times. What are you talking about? Shoe. It's all love. We don't. This, we, you know, Rick we Shoe. Make fun of each other. It's cool. It's all. 100 no. episodes, and Rick Shoe has not listened to one of them. I don't think he has. That's the crazy thing. Normally, we've. We haven't mentioned him much in the last few shows. We've been mentioning him. He usually, <laughs> usually gets a shout out every episode. So we kind of. I always give a shout out to Rick. Yeah, so just really quickly, uh, just go through people I want to thank for, you know, for Pete and I even being here. Obviously, Bill, if there wasn't Batman on film, Pete and I would not be talking right now. So greatest website in the world. So thank you, Bill, for creating Batman on film. Pete and I wouldn't be talking. Ryan and I wouldn't be talking. None of us actually would be talking. So thank you, Bill, for for creating Batman on film and bringing this community together. Uh, Our friends in the group, uh, Justin Kowalski, Ryan uh, Ryan Haas, Ryan Lauer, uh, Garrett Grev. We, big big thanks to Justin. He created the logo. That's yep. all him. And we talk a lot. We talk every day, pretty much, guys, on the behind the scenes. And uh, oh, Kowalski. Yeah, we, we support each other, uh, no matter what it is that we do. So I want to thank you guys for the continued support. And then all the fans. Uh, we mentioned a couple of people here: Reno, Steve Helm, uh, Matthew Putes. Uh, God, I'm going to forget pe- naming people. But probably everybody who's won a prize pack. Yes, you know. even Brad. the guys, who, even the ones who have unfollowed us. <laughs> oh no, Brad Zeitlin, who's a truck driver who listens to us and and like can't oh, and wait Doug, for our yeah. shows to come out. Yeah, yeah, um, Doug, yeah. Doug, Doug Eisenbraun. Yes, another guy who 
very, very supportive. So, and all of you out there who, who listen to us and follow us on our socials, uh, the fact that you actually care what we have to say is, is humbling and awesome at the same time. So I just wanted to say all that to you guys. And like I said, in the, to start the show, hopefully you have another hundred in us. So, yeah, I mean, um, I, I love talking about Eric's achievements. <laughs> I think it just, it just puts life in perspective how one man can be so great in front of so many. Thank you, Pete. And thank yeah, you. and th- thank you, man. Thank you for starting this with me and keeping it up. And, you know, we're, uh, I think we have good chemistry and I think the show works because of that. That's it's what amazing. It's great. This is the best show since Mike and the Mad Dog. Clearly. <laughs> That's how historic. If we could get on the radio and people would listen to us talk about nerdy stuff on the radio. <laughs> This is what it would be. So it'd we be just perfect. need to find like a troubling radio station desperate for programming. <laughs> I agree, and there should be lots of those because the medium's dying. But I don't know why we can't. We find might have it. to move to like Iowa. Oh boy! All right. On that note, I don't feel like moving to Iowa. So, <laughs> so for Ryan Haas and Peter Vera, I am Eric Colesman. You are listening to Straight Outta Gotham, and we'll see you next time. Booyah! <laughs>